This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gone balls of the lumberyard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello, welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 238. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. How are you, Kevin? Good. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Same shit, different day. <laughs> Always the ray of sunshine. What movie did we have you watch this week? Queen of the Desert. This is something oh. we rarely do. We picked Queen of the Desert in honor of Queen of the Desert coming out. Same movie. Yeah. The reason I picked this, this is directed by Werner Herzog. This is his lowest rated movie, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes. So I figured, hey, let's, uh, let's get Ryan's thoughts on this. A new movie for once. I have a synopsis here. A chronicle of Gertrude Bell's life. A traveler, writer, archaeologist, explorer, cartographer, and political attache for the British Empire at the dawn of the 20th century. Whoa. it's a lot. Ryan, tell us a little bit about Queen of the Desert. Well, for starters, it's a biopic. So, what I'm describing might not make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's really (laughs) boring. But you have to watch the movie because it tells a story of this lady from England. There's the 20th century. That, uh... So I used to leave the stuffy outside England and go to the Middle East. And also, I guess shows her, obviously, the Middle East is like a guy's world. And she's not very... <laughs> Boy's world. Not very accepted in, in that. But she's trying to make... A lot of scenes for the good of everyone. And it also shows a few different guys that she falls in love with. One after she falls in love, and her fur cousin kills herself over the same guy not being in love with her. Uh, her parents decide think she kills herself. Her parents decide not to let her, or not to give him their blessing to marry her. So she brokenheartedly moves on, marries a guy who was killed in World War One, I believe. And then after that, she just kind of gives up on the whole guy thing and focuses more on. Bring equality into the Middle East. And like I said, bring a woods point of view to the guy's world. Oh, yeah. That's it? Okay. What'd you think of it? Boring. <laughs> I had a feeling. Yeah. Is, uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Very, very boring. I saw the trailer and I was, and when I decided to give you this, I was like, you know, he's going to find this one really boring. So it stars Nicole Kidman as Gertrude Bell. James Franco's in there, too. Who who does Franco play? Well, the, the guy her parents don't approve of. That she has to leave. 
She got so broken hearted. I blame it to the first guy he shared with. Mm. And uh, I'm assuming Robert Pattinson is that is that the is he her first husband that that gets killed? I this is gonna sound odd, but I'm not used to looking at him. And there's a lot of British people, and I never saw Twilight. So I'm not really sure who I was looking at. I mean, I do her. Okay. Now my question question is, do you know who Robert Pattinson is? I know he dated. uh, But if, if, like, if we had a bunch of stills, do you think, like, if we had, like, a police lineup almost, do you think you could pick out Robert Pattinson? Only if I could identify everyone else. And eliminate them from being so, so if I put process Robert of elimination <laughs> to dance your question now. I love the fact that you you can't pick out who Robert Pattinson is. Wow. I would have never thought that. I know uh, like what I, kind I of world he looks wow. like you, basically. Uh, I know he's the, British. The, the, the guy that looks like you, that's Robert Pattinson. Yeah, right? what was that movie that he acted Oh like? my god, oh. I was just going through Robert Pattinson's filmography, uh, trying to figure out what movie that was. I think it's The Rover. I think that's yes. the one. Yes, yes it is. Ryan, watch The Rover. Well, you probably did see The Rover, but the way that Robert Pattinson acts in that movie, it's, it's, it's you. It's eerily like you. Not like his intelligence level or anything like that, but just his mannerisms and things. It's uh, it's very strange. I remember commenting on that when we first talked about that movie when yes. it came out. There's a, there's a there's a specific scene where he like he's on a bed. Yep. And I mean, it is Ryan to a T. Yep. It's weird. <laughs> Have you did you see the rover? No. Oh, you would like it, but yeah. What's it, it about? Uh, it's not like a to, not to get off a, a different tangent. It's like a sort of um a dystopian future type movie. Uh, so it's, uh, okay. it's sort of a sort of a guy, thriller. The guy's trying to get something back from the trunk of his car. Yeah, his car gets stolen. And he's trying and to get it back. And there's something in that trunk that he's like, I gotta have that thing that's in my trunk. Uh, I'll give it a look. Yeah, no. you'll you'll like yeah. it. It's it's really good. By by the way, uh, Robert Pattinson plays Lawrence of Arabia, the real life Lawrence of Arabia in this movie. Oh, okay. I remember hearing the one, the name Lawrence awful lot. Yeah, T. E. Lawrence, Colonel Lawrence, T. E. Lawrence. Yeah. But I never, I didn't put two and two together. You think it was because you don't know who Robert Pattinson is? Is that what someone did that? <laughs> that could have been part of it. I like how like, part of it was uh, just didn't care. I just love the fact that this cast is probably you know like a hundred strong, and one of the biggest movie stars in the film. Ryan has no idea who he is. <laughs> he it's just he's like I have no fucking clue who that guy is. <laughs> one of them. One of the most famous people. I don't know who that is at all. I think it's a pretty incredible. Like that I'm you just, can. I'm, I'm kind of shocked, really. I don't know where to go from here. I think we should just focus on this. <laughs> yeah, try to figure out how this happened. So let's go through his filmography because you've had to see one of his films. There's no way you've gone through your life without seeing a Robert Pattinson film. 
I don't know. Wait, no. He wasn't an adventure. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting Robert Pattinson mixed up with Kristen Stewart. (laughs) I just figured figured he's probably in that. Uh, Cosmopolis. Uh, No. Uh, I know you didn't see Childhood of a Leader, but you should, because it's amazing. Maps to the Stars. I know you probably didn't see that. Wow, he hasn't been in that many movies. No, he hasn't been in that many. Damn. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't have seen him. I yeah, I, I, thought, I thought the uh, rover was would probably be the only one that you would have seen. I know him from Twilight and made Kristen Stewart's boyfriend. Let's delay two ways, and I never saw Twilight. And I'm pretty sure I'm not stalking Kristen Stewart. Yeah, but I mean, uh, it, did, even if you didn't see any of his movies, I mean, sh- surely there were websites that you were you've been to that had his picture or like you know headlines, news headlines. It's just, uh, it's just I so know, weird. I know he's British and he's pale. <laughs> That's all I know. British, British and pale. <laughs> I don't know if he's more more pale than anyone else. That's British. It's a uh, well. There's a lot of pale British. Is he is he really pale? What is in? Uh, I mean, Twilight is pale because he's a vampire. So yeah, he's, uh, he's really that's pale. That's in my head. Then. So that's so strange. All right, so you didn't like it. You thought it was boring. Uh, was there, were there any other criticisms you had other than the fact that it was just a boring standard biopic? Was it a standard biopic? I assume so. Did they do anything kind of? Did they do anything crazy? I heard a story about there was like a scene with like a vulture or something that was like hanging out beside him. They went her and Jeep Rago. Went to visit this one rooftop, and there's a vulture. But I mean, that was it, wasn't like a big dead story, it was just a thing that happened. I heard that, uh, if I remember correctly, I, I read that that vulture was not like a trained animal, that they just it was just hanging out there, and they decided was to it. Was it not TGI? No, it was a real vulture. Damn, then that's pretty good. That uh, I, I know, know it's fake. I know coming in that you had a number solidified in your head. Having this knowledge now that that vulture was not CGI, did that bump it up any? Put that up one. Whoa! Wow, that's impressive. Watch out! Get some real vultures in your movies, guys. There you Possib- go. Possibly too. Because it was, if it was CG, it wasn't terrible CG, but now that I know it was real, it's pretty good. I love the thought process. It's a real vulture, and you're like, if it was CG, it wasn't terrible. Is it weird? Like, it can't get any better than that. It's a fucking vulture. Uh, all right, let's talk about Werner Herzog. I don't know if we've ever had you watch any of his movies. Uh, he's a pretty prolific director. I mean, Kevin and I have seen tons of his movies over the years. Uh, well, I don't know. What is, what is he most famous for? Uh, probably his later stuff, although I would say that his earlier yeah. stuff was arguably better. I think, yeah, now I think he's gotten wider reach with the with like, I would say, like, Grizzly Man, Rescue Dawn. 
But I think maybe Fitzgerald. I mean, that was like his might baby. be. Yeah, that, I think that's the one that like really solidified him. But I'm sure Ryan, you've heard of Grizzly Man, right? Yeah. So when that was released, he was on uh, Conan. Mm. I saw the interview, and then Kevin, were you uh, were you one of the? I, I know that I had this conversation with somebody, but I can't remember if it was you, Kevin, where you thought that the the whole movie of Grizzly Man was fake and that the guy the guy really didn't get killed by the grizzly. No, that was not me. Because there's a there is a theory that that was all fabricated. That's that's just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why why he would, he would do that. What? But what? Werner Herzog does like to to put in some well, yeah, he, fabricated he, he, bits into his documentaries. Yeah, but you can usually point them out. You know, it's a thing like iguanas and Bad Lieutenant. Or, well, I mean, I'm talking about his narrative films, but like his documentaries too. You can, uh, what's the one where he has like the albino alligators? That was um, the, uh, what you call it? The, it the, uh, the Cave of Forgotten Dreams, I think. Yeah. Like, he had the... I, think, I think he just came across some albino crocodiles and he's like, yeah, let's put this in there. Yeah, and it had, nothing, really have it had yeah. nothing to do with it. He just gets he gets sidetracked by animals, apparently. Well, that's pretty wild. <clears throat> I didn't even know how albino alligators were a thing. There's albino everything, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm trying to think of any of these, any of his films that you would have seen, Ryan. Did you see Rescue Dawn? That was the one with uh, uh, Christian Bale was in that, right? Steve Zahn? No. Um, bad, bad Lieutenant, maybe? Nah, I don't think you would have seen no. Bad Lieutenant. Bad Lieutenant was the one with uh, Nicolas Cage. No. <laughs> I really like Bad Lieutenant. It was a good, was a good movie. Uh, I'm trying yeah. to think of any of the other ones that you would have seen. I think that's about it. Yeah, I think those are probably his most absolute mainstream. So then why is he known? Why is, why is he so popular then? Because he's been making movies since the 60s. He's, yeah, he's been uh, making movies uh, a long like, time, and he makes a lot of movies. I mean, just this week, he has two movies coming out. So, like, And I mean, he's, he's absolutely insane. That's yeah. what you need to know. His his he's, movies are very very uh, just kind of batshit. Like, like I think uh, he, like I honestly think you would probably like a lot of his movies. Like the the documentaries are absolutely fascinating for the most part. Like Into the Abyss is great. Um, Cave of Forgotten Dreams. You'd probably really like um, the the one that he did called Lo and Behold: Reveries of the Connected World. It's all about technology. The internet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you did see that? I I think I did. That was a documentary, and yeah, and yeah like was... the cover has like cute iPad. What looks like? I, I know. Think I know I... what the cover looks like. It's what like it? a, it's a dude with like wires coming out of his head. It's like wearing yeah, a helmet that yeah. has tons of wires. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that movie's good. Uh, Into the Inferno, his volcano documentary that came out uh, last year, is quite good too. I've heard of that. I think I think you'd probably like a lot of his stuff. I mean, obviously, Grizzly Man is arguably one of the best documentaries of our time. I would say. Yeah, I think I think if you knew, like, if you knew about Werner Herzog, you would find him absolutely fascinating, like most people do. Like the fact that he ate his own shoe. 
he did eat his own shoe and he also got shot while doing an yeah. interview and he kept doing the interview even though yeah, he just got yeah, shot yeah. which was hilarious <laughs> he did he did he did voiceover for the simpsons because he thought it was a comic he had no idea there was a tv show oh wow uh the movie Fitzcarraldo, the thing that the, the movie that kind of made him big is he actually moved a 340 ton steam ship without using special effects they actually the crew actually moved it over a mountain yeah it's insane dear lord they did it they did it like essentially by hand they didn't use cranes or anything like that they they no. pushed it they literally yeah. pushed it they had they'd use like you know the old methods of like laying down logs and rolling it i mean it's yeah. insane wow. yeah he's a, he's a crazy man he's he's threatened to kill numerous people he, yeah I there mean, was that whole uh was that in ag um what you call it i think it was in it was in a lot of movies <laughs> it's in a lot because i know he did it for heart of glass because well, i read the the book of the production where it, it, like some guy had to go somewhere like he had some pressing issue to get to and he just drove to the side of a cliff and opened up the van. He was like, you either get out here or you go back to the shoot. Yeah, the there was like, that yeah. famous story about him and Klaus Kinski. And oh, I yeah. think it was on the set of, um, I always, I don't know how to pronounce it, the Ag- Aguar? Yeah. Wrath yeah. of God. Okay. Like that where, I can't remember, like, I think it was Klaus Kinski that pulled a gun on him. and Yeah, there I, think was like, he, I think Kinski's pulled a gun on him. More than once. There was like a huge blowout that they had on the set of that movie. And I, I never saw that movie, but I've seen like tons of clips and stuff. And that movie looks that completely batshit. Yeah, that's, it's completely insane. What so, you're saying is mega bit interesting. He, he's, a, he's a very interesting uh, character. He's a maverick. I'd call him a yeah. maverick. And I don't throw that word around. The, uh, the very, Heart of Glass movie, he, before each take, he put the entire cast under hypnosis and shot, shot the entire film with the cast under hypnosis, except for one character. Really? Yeah. You may know him from some of his acting roles because he, he does a lot of acting too. Um, Jack Reacher. Did you see Jack Reacher? Uh, parts of it, yeah. He was the bad guy. He was like the main villain in uh, Jack Reacher. Did you, did you watch Julian Donkey Boy with us? Uh, I don't think so. I think we watched oh that in my house. King Julian. King Julian. <laughs> Him and his the blinds. Yeah. And I think he, didn't he drink like a what did he drink out of his shoe or a flip flop? Was it a flip flop? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Poor, like, uh, he did do he did do a voice on Rick and Morty too. We were just talking about Rick and Morty. Well, yeah, he was he was in uh, interdimensional cable too. Which I love those episodes. He was uh, one of the aliens on one of the channels that they watched. Uh, I'm trying to think of. He was on. Uh, he did a voice on the Boondocks. Oh yeah, I guess uh, what dreams may come. He was in that movie. What is that? I saw that, but I can't remember. That was the one with Robin hey, Williams. Face. Mm-hmm. He was in Metalocalypse. Yeah, he did. He was. In nine episodes of Metalocalypse, which I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it was just somebody that's, that because you know sometimes you have these people that just sound like him, like they do the voice. Yeah, I thought that that's what the well, that's what it was. I didn't even realize it was really him. He was in Penguins of Madagascar as well. I know you love your kids' movies. Uh, I'm sorry to say, I didn't say that one. Uh. Uh. All right, well, let's go ahead and give you your drum roll. What do you give Queen of the Desert? Five. 
That is a 5 out of 10. So, even though you thought it was boring, you thought it was pretty pretty it average. Was, huh? so, yeah, well made. It's boring. Not for me. Okay. All right. This is the part of the show where I normally ask you what you think of an upcoming <laughs> movie. But <laughs> so, the- so, right. Based on this, are you interested in Queen of the Desert? Uh, I am not. I could oh. I could ask you if you've seen anything about his other movie that came out last week called Salt and Fire. What do you think about? Have you seen anything about Salt and Fire? I'm not. It's another narrative with uh, with uh, Michael Shannon, Gail Garcia Bernal. I'm not. Okay. From what we were describing, are you now interested in maybe seeing some other Herzog stuff? I am. Good. Oh boy. Good. Watch out. He's a great director. I mean, he has, he definitely has hits and misses, but he, it's it's always going to be something something different with him. Any final thoughts, Ryan, on Queen of the Desert? Uh, no, it's boring as shit. <laughs> That's oh, unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, I feel like kissing so far. Watch it, but to me, it was boring. It looked like it might have been a little ham-fisted to me, like a little. Gonna be a little melodramatic. Did you get? Did you see the trailer, Kevin? Yeah. Did you get that vibe? I've seen the trailer, but from like the stills that I've seen, it's just no, thank you. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not interested in this one either. So, all right, I think that's gonna do it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. Bye.